horrible. Looks like a wounded duck flying west. This is what happens when someone discovers the Wingdings font for the first time. If they have to explain the logo to anyone, then it's not a very good logo. Those are some of the more colorful comments about the new logo for the City of Frederick, as read by reporter Jeremy Arias. The City of Frederick recently unveiled its new logo, and as you can tell, the reviews were less than favorable. Northstar, a design firm from Nashville, was hired to design a new logo for the city, which began rolling out about mid-June, early July, with the main city logo released on July 2nd on their Facebook page. The design cost $45,000, and backlash was pretty swift once the city released the logo on the Facebook page. So Jeremy is here with us to explain why the city got its new logo and why they wanted it. So Jeremy, how did you get to where we are right now? Uh, so I received an email from Patty Mullins, uh, who is the public information coordinator for the city of Frederick. Um, this was um, the 12th, I believe, of July, uh, asking, seeing if I wanted to meet up with her on that on the Monday, uh, which would have been the 15th of July, to talk about the city's logo. I had not heard a whole lot about uh, the logo. I had not actually heard anything about the logo beforehand. I, there's some vague rumors online uh, because they did sort of a slow rollout between the different departments, um, but it really wasn't in my, um, uh, really in my attention um, uh, until I got that email from from Patty uh, saying, "Do you want to meet on Monday? She can go over the different." Um, aspects of the logo, what the logo really means, how it can be interpreted, that sort of thing. And I said, yeah, sure, you know, I'd, that sounds interesting to me. So we set up a time to meet around 1 o'clock at City Hall on on Monday. That would have been, the, uh, again, the 15th of July. All right. So can you tell us a little bit about what each of these components of this F mean? Sure. I, I can give you uh, what was represented to me uh, in that meeting when I sat down with, with, um, with Patty. Um, as a lot of people have noticed, um, the logo itself, just standalone without the Frederick, Maryland beneath it, uh, is sort of a lowercase f. It's a stylized lowercase f with a number of different colors on it. So the top branch of the f uh, is blue. Uh, and what that was represented to me is is paying homage to uh, two different things, um, one being the, the blue skies over the city of Frederick, uh, very idyllic. Uh, you know, when you have one of those sunny days, it is a striking um, site over the city, uh, driving, especially driving into the valley, uh, as well as that blue also represents uh, the waters of Carroll Creek. Um, <clears throat> say what you will about the typical colors of the creek, um, that the blue represents the water, uh, as I was told. Uh, that creek being very iconic uh, to the city as it runs uh, directly through downtown. So the lower half of that, that F uh, is, is green, uh, and that represents something a little bit more um, uh, symbolic. It, it, it stood for the sustainability um, and the, the city's emphasis on uh, sustainability, as well as uh, it's sort of another one with two meetings, um, the city's position in a, uh, a lush uh, sort of green valley. Uh, the city was described by Patty as being surrounded by um, rural countryside, uh, a lot of that being represented by, you know, green hills, trees, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so that is the representation of the green. Uh, and the red was uh, was particularly interesting. This is the cross that goes through the F, um, 
she noted in particular, Patty did, uh, that this is brick red, not firefighter or, or fire engine red. Uh, this is brick red, and that, that color representing the historic brick homes of downtown. Uh, and, of course, that uh, arrow um, uh, that is made up of that red uh, was to represent uh, the weather vane that sits atop uh, Trinity Chapel, which is one of the um, many steeples downtown that make up what um, was considered the old logo. It's actually the city seal on the clustered spires. Uh, and finally, that, that yellow uh, square in the middle um, is the, um, the, it's meant to represent at least um, the corner uh, of downtown Frederick, uh, right where um, Market and uh, Patrick Street intersect, right at the, uh, the, heart of, the heart of downtown Frederick. So from some of the comments that you read earlier, it seems that this logo did not receive the most favorable attention. Did they, the, the city alderman or the mayor comment on anything about some of the backlash that they got after the, they unveiled the new logo? Well, yes. Um, between my reporting on it, reaching out to them, as well as in um, sort of the mayor and aldermanic comments um, that anybody can look up that, that occurred um, before the, the last mayor and board meeting on Thursday, that would have been last week, uh, they, they addressed it at length. Uh, and the mayor uh, did come out and he was very forthcoming and said, hey, look, you know, uh, we've been hearing the criticism. And he, he did say, you know, I'm the mayor. Uh, I will step up. I will own the fact that mistakes were made, um, <clears throat> both to the process uh, as, as well as how it was rolled out. Uh, the, the logo was rolled out. Uh, it's really part of a larger branding process. Uh, they included with this branding process a, a slogan or what they called a strap line, which is, um, I believe it was Join the Story, uh, which a lot of people were also, um, or had also expressed confusion with. Um, but yet to say that um, to, to say that the logo itself, just the image, was received poorly would be, um, I think, very fair, if not an understatement. Uh, there was a, um, a public poll on official. It was conducted on a Nextdoor app, which is a forum online for neighbors to get together and discuss things. It's one of the first things that I looked at. Um, the, the poll was put up by Kathy Anderson. Uh, as a resident who had taken part in one of the focus groups for the logo itself, she put that up saying, basically, do you like the logo? Do you think it represents us? Um, do you not like the logo? And one of the um, one of the other, the third option was, huh? Uh, you know, like, are you just confused by this whole thing? And I think as of today, there were approximately 455 votes that had been cast in that on official poll. 66% indicated they did not like the logo. Uh, they were not satisfied with it. Uh, five to six percent said we we like it, uh, and the rest had expressed confusion. Um, and, and you saw that a lot uh, in the public comments. A lot of people were confused. Why did we need this logo? A lot of people asked. Uh, some of the aldermen asked that. Uh, ben McShane, uh, in particular, uh, voiced when I reached out to him on Friday um, that that he never really saw too much of a need for a logo. He really thought what the city had going for it before, that being a stylized uh, text, uh, the city of Frederick, uh, alongside the city's seal uh, with the clustered spires, uh, was more than adequate to represent the city moving forward. Uh, and then a lot of people also just expressed their, their displeasure with the aesthetics of the logo. Just, I don't like the way it looks. Uh, I don't think it fits. Uh, that sort of thing.
And just since you mentioned the city seal, so it is two separate things, and nothing is happening to the city seal? Correct. That that has been represented uh, throughout the entire process, I think, very well um, by first Patty when I sat down with her, and, and again by the mayor and subsequent conversations, and again on Thursday night. So the, the seal is is still going to be used for official Frederick City documents, uh, like when they send something to um, the state, or if they're sending documents or testimony to the state general assembly, for example, that that city seal is going to go with that. Uh, the way it was represented to me, um, what they wanted to do was they wanted to have an overall branding effort, uh, where every department, every division within the city would have a common uh, sort of design, a common message, um, a unified message um, that they could put out with. Uh, emails on their business cards, uh, potentially moving forward on T-shirts, on on emblems, um, maybe even on, on vehicles moving forward. There's no budget for that. Uh, there was never any budget for for those extended ideas to implement the new logo on those. But that's you know sort of looking forward. They wanted a, a unified um, a unified image and message for all departments to unite behind. They wanted to keep the city seal in reserve for uh, more. Uh, I would say um, more serious or or more ceremonial uses. Uh, the way it was represented to me by Patty was um, the, the seal carries with it a certain gravitas. I think is the term that she used. Um, they wanted to preserve that. Uh, still using the seal, definitely it will. It remains a part of of Frederick's identity moving forward, but not using that in place of a logo in order to for lack of a better word, to market the city um, to outside businesses or, or investors or, or, or the like. Did anyone explain why we needed a logo and a seal? Well, again, that, that um, the explanation um, that I got, at least from the city officials who were on board with this, was they wanted that unified message. They wanted something separate from the seal that they could market the city with uh, to outside businesses, to people who'd be interested in, in investing, um, uh, th- that sort of thing. I, uh, the real impetus for this, uh, as it was re- represented to me by, again, Patty, when we sat down on the 15th of July, was uh, a lot of this came from uh, a push from the city's uh, Department of Economic Development. They wanted, um, they in particular, that that, that department tends to, to focus, because of what it is and what they focus on, a little bit more on branding and imaging. Um, they want to be able to sell the city, uh, and they have to be able to do that in order to you know, to, to progress their mission. Uh, and so what Patty told me was uh, a lot of this came from discussions with them where they were saying, hey, you know, what would be really helpful is if we had this unifying image, if we had this unifying brand, because it's not all about the logo. Um, this process wasn't all about the logo. The city was very, uh, or the mayor's office, or the administration rather, was, was very um, good at pointing that out. It's about the the logo. It's about the the um, slogan or the strap line, join the story, um, as well as just the overall vision of the city as, as this unified entity moving forward. It's not just the image. Uh, a lot of people tend to focus on that image, uh, but that was really... Um, what was represented to me, at least from the city, uh, as the reason behind this $45,000 investment into uh, a branding identity or or a brand for the city. And just with um, 
the public response? Did you find that more people were upset with how it looked or were more people upset with the lack of public input and lack of local artists being involved? I think a lot of people were very vocal about the fact they didn't like how it looked, uh, as you can tell from some of the tweets that were read uh, and from some of the comments that, that, that you can see. Um, people had a lot of fun with it. I, my inbox was flooded uh, the next day after that first story with images of people who had photoshopped uh, the, the logo itself onto into various you know, comedic situations and, and uses. Uh, and people had a lot of fun with that. People uh, had a lot of fun making fun of it, I would say. Uh, but people were also, as you pointed out, very upset. I think a lot of the underlying um, discomfort came from the fact that people didn't feel, the, the run-of-the-mill citizen uh, resident, rather, of Frederick did not feel that they were consulted or or um, in the loop in at all in this process. There was, a, a lot of it was done um, behind closed doors. Uh, so the, RF, uh, the RFQ, the request for uh, qualifications, was submitted um, <clears throat> for for companies, design companies, and uh, I've done some research in the in the day since. Followed up with Keisha Brown, uh, who is the purchasing manager for um, the city of Frederick. Uh, I do ha- I have this list in here: uh, 20, um, 20 different companies that presented um, proposals in the RFQ process. Uh, seven of them are are based in Frederick. Seven of those twenty companies are based in Frederick. Eight additional companies not including those ones in Frederick, are based in Maryland, uh, either in Baltimore, some as close as Silver Spring or Columbia. There's one in Annapolis. Uh, the rest are from out of the state. We've got Tennessee, uh, Roswell, Georgia, Tucson, Arizona, and, of course, uh, North Star, which was ultimately the um, the company that was chosen uh, from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I had it as Jacksonville, Florida. I think they have offices uh, in, in both locations. Um, so a lot of people were upset with the fact that um, yeah, the design, they didn't think it looked good. Um, they didn't think they were included in the process. Um, and it, it wasn't a local company uh, that did it. They didn't think um, that the city should be looking outside um, of the city of Frederick for uh, design or, or for consultation in, in a project like this. Um, the mayor addressed those points as well on Thursday. Uh, you know, again, as I mentioned, he, he pointed out, you know, I own the fact that mistakes were made. That we could have done this process differently, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, as to the first two points, um, when he addressed specifically the um, uh, the fact that the company that was ultimately chosen, North Star, is from out of the state, uh, he, he brought up specifically price. He said price is one of the factors in this. Um, that's one of the things that we looked at. The, um, the team that chose this was comprised of uh, the, the, well, the team that chose the design firm in particular was comprised of city staff members. I believe there were uh, five or six of them in, in total, Patty uh, being one of those. Uh, most of them were from manager uh, management positions from around the city. Um, they ultimately chose um, North Star based on a number of different uh, factors, one of them being the price they rep, uh, that they presented. Uh, of course, we know that their price was $45,000. Um Unfortunately, Keisha Brown has not been able to get back to me with uh, the price estimates from any of the other uh, 19 companies that submitted in the RFQ process. I have not heard back uh, on any price estimates for them, so I can't sort of fact check at this time 
um, the mayor's comments that, that, that price was one of the deciding factors to go with that company over a Frederick company, over a local company. And so is this it? Or is this the logo that Frederick will have, or is there a chance that they will come back and be like, you know, we're going to go back and we look at this process, or we're going to go back to what we had? Well, a majority of the, the Board of Aldermen um, is in favor of uh, revisiting the process and having a, a, you know, starting from square one, let's go back, let's have a more open, transparent process, um, you know, one where Alderman um, Roger Wilson uh, in particular mentioned, let's have a contest, um, you know, let's have a couple people submit designs uh, and people can vote on those in different rounds and then we'll eventually get to, uh, to one that works. There was a gentleman, uh, Hayden Duke, actually stood before the council, uh, the council, the, the board of aldermen at that Thursday meeting last week, and he pointed out specifically, hey, you know, the Alaskan flag was designed by a high schooler. Um, it was chosen in a contest, and, and that was the winning submission. So he pointed out, you know, this is an example of, of, a, of a, for lack of a better term, a grassroots design effort uh, that had popular support. Uh, because one of the things that was brought up uh, on North Star's website, as well as by the mayor in our various conversations, was the the thought that you can't uh, choose a an art design by consensus. A, when you when you have the the larger public involved, you're always going to have to water down uh, what that uh, what what the art is ultimately going to end up looking like. There's a fear that that you're not going to get a very good design if you try to make everybody happy. So uh, a, lo- a number of people have pushed back against that. And as I said, the, the majority of the aldermen uh, have expressed an interest in revisiting this process. But the mayor, when I reached out to him, when I, when I uh, heard back from uh, Michael O'Connor on Friday, uh, he, was out at a, um, he was out of town for, a, uh, uh, for another meeting, um, but he did get back to me. Uh, and I asked him specifically, I said, hey, you know, what about this idea that we restart the process? Uh, his reply was basically, this week, uh, he's going to be sitting down with his internal creative team. He's not sure. He wants to talk to his internal creative team. He wants to go over a couple things, and then he will make a decision regarding, you know, his stance on that. Um, so where we're going to be moving forward, what the logo might look like, I- I'm not positive. Um, you'll have to keep following the story. Um, I definitely am, am going to be following up on it. Uh, uh, the paper's definitely going to be following on it. Um, it's it's something that a lot of people have made very clear that they care about. But the um, the ultimate, uh, the, the end is sort of up in the air uh, as of right now. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy. Uh, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Well, the logo, I guess, uh, you may want to call it uh, um, logo gate or whatever, but it was uh, discussed in a uh, strategic uh, discussion uh, in our first six months of the administration. Alderman Roger Wilson is one of the city aldermen who has questioned the process surrounding the city's new logo. And uh, there was a lot of uh, focus there on, you know, looking at ways to rebrand uh, the city and just kind of looking at fresh eyes. And one of these things that came out of that discussion was, well, let's try a new logo uh, to see if we can kind of differentiate ourselves from, you know, the rest of the region. Um, now, there's a difference between the logo and the seal. We're not interested in changing the seal. The seal is uh, composed of our cluster spires, and it is um, 
something that connects our history, and but we're not interested in changing our seal. Our seal will remain in place. And now with the design firm that you selected, did you look at a couple different ones, or did you always have this one in mind? Well, the Board of Aldermen were not uh, necessarily involved in the process, um, so we kind of we were informed uh, at the kind of detail end. But what I do know about it is that there were three bidders, uh, that uh, three firms that came in and made a proposal. Uh, the lowest bid uh, won, and I think that was North Star down in Florida, uh, the headquartered down in Florida, and uh, they provided a. Uh, implementation plan and a um, proposal and that's what you see today. And so one of the things I saw from some of the comments people had was that there was um, some cries for why weren't local artists um, involved. Did you have any local artists that you know of reach out to the city or say hey I would like to help you guys design a new logo? From what I understand there were a couple of um, firms, um, local graphic designers, uh, that provided a bid. Uh, unfortunately, they were not selected. So uh, that's all I know. I, I don't know of any um, other feedback uh, from those 100 residents. I don't know if the firm reached out to them uh, for local input, uh, but uh, as a result, it is, does not reflect, um, you know, or does not capture the essence of what Frederick is. And so one of the things I believe you even said was um, that there needed to be more some uh, public input. Yes, that's one of the recommendations that I made uh, to the mayor uh, at the last Thursday's uh, board mayor and board meeting is that we pause or pump the brakes on this implementation of this logo and uh, take a fresh look and maybe open it up to a public process, um, perhaps uh, a contest to engage our young people um, and also local graphic designers. I, I think we have tremendous talent here in Frederick uh, that we could leverage. And uh, I know they will be willing to chip in and help. Um, but I think public pro the public process uh, would help uh, ease this because it gives more transparency uh, to the process. And what are your personal thoughts on the logo? Uh, I'm not a big fan. I, I think we could have... Uh, you know, did a better job at capturing, um, um, you know, what Frederick is all about. Uh, I've lived here now for 23 years, and one of the things that, you know, captured me and sold me on Frederick, my family, was the, the cluster spires. And I, I want that connection, uh, but I also want a kind of a look forward. You know, uh, I think we have a, a lot to look forward to here in Frederick as a a lot of new people that are moving here. Uh, it'd be great if we could capture that diversity and inclusion, you know, of um, you know different different backgrounds um, to kind of extend that story of, of what Frederick is all about. You know, one of the other things that came up with is how much it costs to um, do the logo. Can you explain a little bit? Was that money, you know, in a pot for something like creating a new logo, or did that money get pulled from anything that it might have uh, gone to something different if it? didn't go to the logo? No, uh, I think the the total cost of the uh, implementation of the logo was about $45,000. Uh, the mayor has a threshold uh, that he can approve uh, up to $50,000 without the approval of the Board of Aldermen. Um, that money was uh, approved in our fiscal year 20 budget, so it was there. I, I don't think it was a line item that said logo uh, assigned to it, but uh, he was able to uh, 
you know, approve up to $50,000. And just to go back to the public input a little bit, do you think that, you know, you'll have a chance to see more public input going forward and you will get a chance to pump the brakes and say, let's look at this logo? Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping uh, that the mayor is uh, paying attention uh, to this uh, opportunity to uh, engage. Uh, I know the community is engaged now. Uh, um, They want to know what's going on and uh, it may be an opportunity for us to um, refocus you know, on some um, bigger efforts, you know, that we have out there, like infrastructure, sidewalks. Uh, I've been advocating for improving our sidewalks um, and, you know, stormwater management, flooding, uh, housing, you know, policy. Maybe uh, we could uh, refocus, you know, this attention uh, back on those uh, bigger policy issues. Um, I'm hoping that uh, the mayor uh, has taken a look at, you know, the public outcry and, um We'll we'll decide to you know pump the brakes as I as I mentioned uh, earlier to uh, take a look at uh, you know opening up to a b- more public process. And were you surprised by you know how many people were commenting on this? Oh though? yes, yes. I I tell you, um, uh, we had uh, input on Facebook, and there's a application called Nextdoor uh, that I became familiar with uh, doing this um, discussion last week. And uh, they even had surveys out there. And uh, so I was very, very um, actually pleased to see the attention uh, that um, the community gave to this. Because it, it says a lot about the, you know, how much we care about the community. And um, uh, we want to be a part of it. So, yeah. Well, so you just mentioned there are a lot of important issues going on with Frederick. So how do you work to get people's attention from the logo and make sure that they have that same intensity and, you know, excitement about other issues that are important, whether it's housing or sidewalks or new ordinances? Yeah, I I think uh, we can all uh, take a lesson learned uh, from this as elected officials is, you know, what what brings people out. And uh, if we can communicate better um, as a result of this, you know, through our social media, our our ability to kind of communicate through this venue, and, you know, through the newspaper and, you know, getting people excited. I, I think um, um, that's the biggest lesson learned that I took away from this is how do we engage people and inform people or make people aware of what's going on around them and the, the decisions that are being made uh, by their elected officials. So... Uh, we got some sunlight on this issue. Uh, hopefully we can uh, get some more sunlight on, you know, those issues that uh, affect the quality of people's lives here in Frederick. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Yes, you bet. And uh, I'm glad to be here. Well, for those who maybe missed uh, at the logo debate um, at the beginning or um, saw that it got picked up at a- by AP spread across Maryland, you can read the original reporting by Jeremy at FrederickNewsPost.com. They're, they're like celebrities in their own right. <laughs> right. Because I've been to like Costco and I'll hear, welcome, welcome. And I turned around and there were some kids that were like, oh, stop. He came to our school for a weed program just or, sit. you know, different thing. Just walking downtown. Yeah, we get that I know you. <laughs> <laughs>
So those celebrities that she's talking about, well, they've got four paws. It's a group of dogs that go around to the courthouse and work with children who have to testify in court and just help to calm their nerves. And I caught up with them on Wednesday and talked to the dog's owners um, a little bit about what they do and why they do it. I'm Francina Baldi. I'm with Go Team Therapy Dogs, and we're here on Wednesdays at the courthouse to provide support and stress relief to the Cine cases and any children and juveniles that are here. This is Giuseppe. Giuseppe is three years old. He's a mini golden doodle. And when my husband and I decided we were going to retire, we realized he had a wonderful personality, very laid back. So we were approached about him being a therapy dog. And it's just been a wonderful experience for us. It's a lot of training. And the testing for him to be a therapy dog was pretty intense. It's a two day, eight hour day training where they have to be able to get on and off a bus quickly. They go through TSA, where they have to be able to sit. We go into nursing homes, um, they're hospice trained. We go into Victor Cullen. It's just a lot of training and it's ongoing. So how did you get involved in the We happened to talk to a neighbor of mine who is a family magistrate. We'd been trying for a while and between Julia Minner and Judge Solt, we were approved to come into the courthouse. And then Heidi Keeney at Frederick County Government, there was an extra step where the dogs have to be approved because they're not service dogs, they're therapy dogs. And Heidi Keeney helps expedite the process of getting them approved. And right now there are eight dogs approved to go into the courthouse. And so what are the things that you do when you're at the courthouse with the dogs? We're really here, we just wander. Um, if we see children in distress or families that we think probably could use a little stress relief, we just visit approach quietly and just let the dogs do their thing. They're usually, they sense it. They sense when someone needs just to de-stress. And what makes a good therapy dog? It's a good personality. They're very laid back. They're very snuggly. Um, and I mean, you can just tell. They're not hyper. They just very relaxed like this and just sit down and let you pet them. Sometimes we'll just say, Giuseppe, go visit, and he knows. Zoe and Welton and the other dogs are the same way. They just have a sense about them. Right, perfect. And then um, in terms of doing this, what has been your favorite part so far? To watch <laughs> the reaction. We took him into um, a hospice visit, and he sat on my lap, and he watched the lady who was at the end of life and he just watched her for a few minutes. We put the blanket down next to her. He laid on her lap for an hour and he wrapped his paws around her arm. <laughs> and I get very emotional, but it's just wonderful to see that, to know you're doing something. You're welcome. Giuseppe is also joined by Zoe, one of the other dogs that are helping the children on Wednesday. My name is Martha May. Um, I'm at the courthouse today because our member Francina has done a wonderful job getting in touch with the courthouse and opening this up for us to, with our therapy dogs. It just makes a wonderful therapeutic time for children, staff, judges even. Um, Zoe is five and a half. She came to us. We rescued her at six months. She was vicious, mean, and couldn't be controlled. 
And here she is now, a therapy dog, loving on everybody. And I gotta tell you, this is the best job I have ever had. We're going into our sixth year of therapy work, and I love it. Right. And so, um, you know, what, how did you get her trained to be able to come to places like the courthouse or hospice? I was training her myself. I've trained all my dogs, and they've all been old English sheep dogs. She was awful, vicious, mean, growling. And I was about ready to throw up my hands, and we had called Sit Mean Sit. They were going to come help me with her. And um, skiing accident intervened. I broke my leg, and I called them, and they took her for two and a half weeks while I was in the hospital, and they brought her back. She was a different dog. And I have continued to go to Sit Mean Sit with her, with all these other wonderful dogs. And here we are, part of the GO team together. And we keep doing it. And so what is it like when you bring her around to play inside the courthouse? She loves it. She's become now in a very short few Wednesdays part of the courthouse family. I think they tell us court starts earlier just so the staff can see all these dogs. And I know that the uh, when we check in, all the guards kind of fight over when they take their breaks because they don't want to miss the dogs. We got called up to the state's attorney's office because they don't get to see the dogs. And they kind of had like a little party for us. So it's wonderful. And we saw a young boy, 12 years old today, and he was just stiff and just didn't want to have anything to do with anybody. And he started patting Zoe and his whole demeanor changed. He just, his shoulders sunk, a little smile came on his face, his eyes turned bluer, and he relaxed. And that's what it's all about. And what's your favorite part? My favorite part is making people happy. It makes me happy to see them happy, and it makes her happy. And we leave here with a smile on our face, and thank you for allowing us to have this job. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you. Frederick Uncut is produced by me, Heather Rangilio, and edited by Graham Cullen. We'll see you next week.